It's me, it's me, it's TDP's Throwing Dice Podcast. Podcast talks all about tabletop role-playing, tabletop wargaming, and all of the hobby that's fit to hobby. Why do we never play Nightcrawlers anymore, huh, Frank? It's Curtis. And if you're feeling down today, you can have some of my sunshine. Watch your I don't know what that was, but that was cool. And I'm Grant Wills. He's Grant Wills. How are you doing, Grant? Are you okay? I'm tired, but I am feeling good. We had a long weekend. We had the longest weekend of my... Well, no. Saturday was fine. Sunday was long. (laughs) We'll get to that. Sunday was long. So, uh, yeah, this episode, we're going to be talking about the Mutant Freaks... Mutant Weekender that we played in uh, Elephant and Castle. Yeah. Elephant and Castle in London um, in a D&D themed pub. And what you're imagining, you know, you meet in a tavern. That's it. That's what you got. It yeah. was it was pretty awesome. So um, but before we dive into that, should we talk about some little bit of hobby, pro- hobby progress? Hobby progress. That's what we do here. Uh, yeah. I have finished a Lizardman Blood Bowl team uh, nice. in the time that we have done it. Also, so this was your Secret Santa gift? This was my Secret Santa gift. Um, I was trying to get them uh, finished before the beginning of next month because we are going to the Blood Bowl Kent Team Championships. And I was thinking about playing Lizardmen's, and I decided that uh, because I wasn't able to get enough, like, Testing dojo time in with the lizard men. I don't know how they play. Uh, I was talking to the group chats last night for the BBBL and the Bromley Blood Bowl League, and they uh, kind of were like, "Why don't you just play dwarves?" And I was like, "I don't know. Why don't I just play dwarves?" So <laughs> I said that like two weeks ago. <laughs> I know, but like I, I was thinking, like I was like, "Oh no, dwarves are kind of boring," and blah blah blah. But you're quite good with them. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with them. And uh, like the the team that I built, I was like, oh, I can build a fucking one point one five like million uh, blood bowl dwarfed list. Easy. Here's eleven dudes and an extra dude, and uh, they've all got fucking guard. And now I dominate and lols. Uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah no I I I think I'm yeah gonna end up playing dwarves. Um, Paul. Uh, shout out friend of the podcast, Paul, what up, Paul, from the BBBL, like, put out, like, facts and things like that. He was like, here are six reasons, I think it was six reasons, why you should play dwarves. Boom, 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 boom. He's like, oh, four reasons. Uh, I've played against you lots, and dwarves are one of your strongest teams. Dwarves have a straightforward strategy going into every game, which is good for tournament psychology. Dwarf games often end in a draw, which is good for results for the team. Uh, a four-game tournament will be psychologically draining. Oh my god, don't we know that. Uh, going into games three and four, a bash team with a simple strategy will be mentally helpful. Yeah. Playing a race where every turn is a tricky puzzle to solve is very tough by the end of the day. So there we go. Yeah. Those are the four reasons why I should be playing Dwarves, and everyone was right. I just needed to accept it. And I'm playing Amazons, so the complete opposite of all of those points. <laughs> of all of those points. No, no, no. Um, For my first ever one. Amazons aren't... They're not as tricky as as uh, people might think. Like, yeah, they're... You just bit, give them all block and then see what happens. Give them all block. All blodging. There we go. Yeah. Right. So you painted Lizardmen, but decided to play Dwarves. 
Yep, because I'm a I'm a man of um, taste and sophistication, and therefore I'm playing dwarves. Also, I'm an enigma, which is why I painted lizard men to do it. Right. So I painted Dormammu for Guy. Yeah. Hashtag Guy doesn't have Instagram. Hashtag Guy doesn't have fucking Instagram. Uh, so I painted Dormammu and his terrain pieces. I then also painted up the Oscorp fuel tanker for Marvel, the the spare tanker with a three D printed base. I then also painted two little diggers from the core box, uh, all those MDF sci fi buildings, and uh, a toy car. And then I painted some interesting things, uh, which was Ultron from the original core box. Yeah. Ultron Metal Tyrant from the new core box. Yeah. The Ultron drones. Yeah. And then the little converted terrain piece Ultron drone I made from. Oh, of him getting smashed by the getting shield. Getting smashed up by Cap Shield. So yeah, I took the the dead drone from the Black Widow's base, and then. Cap shield from Falcon. Sam Falcon yeah. from my Falcon conversion, and made a little like massively impractical size one scatter piece. I think he's awesome. I think it's a size two because most like it's a human size. It's yeah. human size, but um, yeah, I, I dig it. I think that's a super cool terrain piece. Yeah, so that, that's the theme of the next city board will be. Um, the Ultron drones, so the Sokovia fight. I I don't think uh, I, I don't think we're going to see a lot of those Ultron themed boards. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> no, not with everything in the new box having Ultron drones in it. Mm. But like you know, they knew what they were doing. That new Ultron Ultron two is he's fucking sick. Oh wait, there's more I painted. Yeah, the this must the second Deadpool taco truck. Yes, the white one. Yeah, yeah, and another car. Did a great job on that, by the and way, then, and, a, and a white car. Yeah, and that's that's it. Okay, I only painted the Ultron minis uh, as minis. The rest has all been terrain because we took six tables worth of terrain up to London for the Mutant Weekender. Gee, why would we need so many tables worth of terrain? Because we're awesome. Because we're awesome. Yeah. There's a reason why. Right. You'll see soon. Have you played any games other than Marvel? I did. I played I played my game of Blood Bowl yeah. uh, Sevens against Javi. This was the semi uh, semifinal for the BBBL uh Shield, which is their sevens league, the BBBL Shield uh, semifinal. Myself with my dwarves versus Javi and his Amazons. Yes, here it is. Uh, so I played against uh, a friend of the podcast, Javi. What up, Javi? And I won. Uh, I won one to nothing, which is a dwarf, you know. Sort of, it's a, it's definitely a, a dwarf score if ever there was one, and uh, I ended up with one, two, three, four, five, six, six casualties 
on his team. Okay. So inflicting six. Inflicting six <laughs> nice. casualties upon his team. Um yeah, so I'm into the finals of the BBBL uh Shield Sevens League. So I've got a game against Toby and Toby's undead team. And uh I uh, Toby, this is his first season in the BBBL. Um is it as you know a a what's the word I'm looking for? Is it the the new rookie who comes in and and the underdog story and and does does it all in his first season or is it me as the uh, Cinderella story coming in and and working my way up from the ground up and building up a team to uh, to finally become a champion in my league? Um, I really hope that it's me. I really hope that it's because I've, I've been playing in this league since 2019. I've never won a single one of their leagues. so. And you play like two leagues at a time. I usually play two leagues at a time. Next league starts March 25th, by the way, tentatively, by the way. Mm. So there you go. Uh, have you played any games other than that? So I played my game of Blood Bowl in the Bexley Reapers Club League. Yeah. I played versus Dave. Dave doesn't have Instagram. Oh, come on, Dave. The, so Dave's an officer at the club, so he just runs off the Bexley Reapers uh, social medias. Uh, he was playing Which is Dom, what? Uh, at Bexley Reapers. Question mark? You didn't sound too, too confident I about didn't. that. Uh, uh, it's be- at Bexley underscore Reapers. Cool. Um, and then... Uh, he was playing Dark Elves, uh, the Marathi's Misfits. And tell, tell him again about the murderer's row that you have to go through for your Blood Bowl League. Uh, your I, first I Blood will, Bowl League ever. I, I will do after, after this. So it was a 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw. With I equalized turn 8. He then equalized turn 16. <laughs> oh. uh, so my equalizer was a... It was a hand. So it was a handoff, then a blitz with the ball carrier for a, which then needed a follow up, a hit and run move, and two going for it to get to the touchdown line to score. Oh, uh, and then his one was a was a pick up, a hand, uh, a pass, a catch. Two dodges, a handoff, another two dodges, and a going for it. Oh man! <laughs> to score, so it was literally just we were just throwing dice <laughs> everywhere, uh, and they both paid off. Uh, oh, that's so fucking rare, yeah. dude! Like in my in my game versus Javi, um, he was about to he was about to score on turn six not 16 it was turn 12 because it's a, a sevens game uh and of course he hit the trip wire you know the go for it to get into the end zone and you roll a one and you oh we both had no re-rolls left at either of those points oh. as well oh it's the best kind of game isn't it oh yeah told you amazons are good man you're you're a, a new coach playing against dark elves which are uh one of the best teams in the in the entire game mm. and you Went toe-to-toe with them, two-to-two. That's yeah. awesome. And so my next game is against Skaven. Oof. So it's gone Dark Elves, yep. loss. Dark Elves, draw. 
Skaven, who apparently is, is coached by someone who travels around the country playing tournaments. Good job. Yep. And then my final game is against Lizardmen. Yep, so you go and then tier I, one, tier one, tier one, tier one. Murderer's Row. And then I can uh, not make cut and, you know, only have to play Blood Bowl with you. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, well, I'm currently 0-1-1, one one, so I'm not going to make cut anyway. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that you you shouldn't keep playing you should keep playing um fucking how about how i did with my corn team this year where the very first game i lost like three to nothing and had like seven casualties like i mean shit happens besides you're obviously good at it if you're uh you know you're pulling out draws against a top tier team like in your third game ever so it's a thing. I think you've got talent. Kids got talent. Well, it's my second game with the Amazons. Yeah, that was only my second game with them ever. Exactly. Yeah. Kids got talent. Anyway, uh, so so we went uh, to London. We, played, we went to London. We played lots of Marvel. We played so fucking much Marvel. <laughs> it was insane how much Marvel we played. So yeah, we went to Elephant Castle. We went to a D and D themed pub to uh, the Mutant Weekender uh, for MCP. Now this was a really, um, it was a cool, it was a cool tournament. The way it was laid out, there was like group stages, and then each person in the group stages ended up in a um, a different tournament the next day based on your level of play, which I thought was really cool. So uh, the way it broke down is there were six people per group. There's eight groups. Eight groups. The number one person in each group, so there's a round of four the first day in the group stages. Yep. Person who won the group stage, uh, they ended up in a best of the best, cream of the crop, eight-person tournament. So three rounds to determine a winner. So it was the, that was called the Mutant Free Cup. Mutant Free Cup. And then uh, the second and third players ended up in a, like a runner's up, um, the plate, Mutant Freak's plate. Yep. And then Uh, everyone else, everyone else, four, five, and six ended up in the the, shield. The Mutant Freak shield. Mutant Freak shield. And so you had, uh, you had how many people all together? So it was six. It was 48. 48 players. Wow. And some of literally the best players in the world at this tournament. You know, Connor was there. Um, not not uh, Mysterium Painting Connor, what up, Connor? But uh, Canadian Connor. Um, yeah. And uh, Pat Dunford, perfect Pat Dunford. Yeah. We had uh, Joe Manji traveled down from... Uh, up north, like from sort of Leeds way down to London. We had people travelled from Belgium, from Belgium, from, from Ireland. Mm-hmm. There was uh, a big Irish contingent. There was. There was a big Belgium contingent. <laughs> there was a lot. Yeah. The uh, guess which group we got put in. <laughs> we got put in Perfect Pat's group. Yeah. So uh, Friday night. So the event was two and a half days. It was advertised as two and a half days. Um, 
so people could turn up from three o'clock on Friday uh, to set up tables uh, to start socialising, playing games, and then yeah, playing games. There were other game systems being played. I think there was some Marvel United. There was Shatterpoint. There was Shatterpoint going on. And, and then D&D in the basement, I think. Uh, yeah, there were some D&D sessions being run at the pub. And then there was, of course, MCP games. MCP games. So I, uh, so we turned up a bit late. We got there. That's uh, six? Mm, yeah, six-ish. Because we left, we left my house at five? Yeah, something like that. Well, half. We got there about half six, between half six and seven-ish, yeah. I think. Um, so we got there a bit later. So all uh, a lot of the gaming spaces was taken up. Um, so the and then the a lot of our tables were going to be downstairs in the basement. Half of half of ours were going to be in the basement. Half of ours were going to be in in the upstairs in the uh, yeah. So the, the showrooms. The so we didn't set up any tables. Until a table become free, and then that table had no terrain on it, so we just set one of ours up on it. <laughs> was, yeah, there I, were. There I think were, someone wanted to play Shadowpoint on that table, and we but stole we it. stole it. Yep. So um, we randomly someone walked past and went, "Oh, there's an empty table over there. Does anyone want a game?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> uh, and then he went. Oh, I was so I was like, oh, so what are you playing? He was like, oh no, my buddy wants a game. So he, so, so this guy come over. I didn't quite catch his name because we were in a loud pub full of drunk people playing games. Yep. Uh, and we start setting up. Um, like we start getting into it. He tells me his name's Mike. I was like, cool, that's fun. We start playing. Uh, what did we play? Uh, so I logged it on Longshank, so I will grab my casual games quickly. Oh, we played some casual games as well, but we didn't talk about those. Yeah, what's well, not? <laughs> uh, so I was playing Mike Marchal. Uh, we were p- both playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, we played Montessi and Gamma Wave at 18 Threat. Dual Guardians, and yeah. which one of you took Cosmic Ghost Rider? Neither of us. Neither of you! How cool is that? Yeah. So, um, and then whilst we were playing... Um, we started chatting about what groups we were in, um, and Mike, we uh, we said we're in the group with Pat, and then Mike said, oh, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> so, Friday night, I played against someone who was in our group of six, w- yep. without realising. Um, I My Hulk went a bit nuts, and I won 16-7. Uh, and then we had a joke about how we'd be playing round one Saturday. <laughs> Flash forward to Saturday. Uh, so <laughs> so every, it was such a cool, let's talk about Friday night. There, uh, seeing the people uh, yeah. that we were there to see, you know, we got to see um, uh, Guy wasn't there yet. Guy did get to come on uh, Saturday and Sunday, but he wasn't there on Friday. Uh, we were running into people. Matt, Matt Cole was there. Um Maria didn't wasn't there on Friday, was she? I don't think so. No, I didn't see her on. Um, I didn't see Connor on Friday. Who were we talking to on Friday? Uh, I don't know. I was playing a game. You were wandering around. I was kind of wandering around, watching other people's games and watching your game. Um, yeah, Friday. Friday was a lot of fun. It was just a big, loud pub full of nerds all there to 
play uh, AMG games. And then, um, so Saturday morning, we had to wake up at butt fuck a dawn. And yeah, so we had to get, we got to site for nine o'clock so we could set up our tables ready for the start of the day at 10. Yeah, that was, that was, no, 10.30. First, dice roll at 10.30 and we got there at nine. But um, the intro, the introduction, sign up, massive long intro talk from all of the organizers happened at 10. Yeah. So, so with three organizers... Every uh, going through the rules, the layout of the day, or like the prize support, what awards were available. Well, that took half hour, and oh my god, there was a lot of awards. There were so many awards. I feel like out of forty eight people, it was something like uh, fifteen to twenty people got awards. Well, there was eight, sixteen. So yeah, there was there was well over thirty prizes given out for various things. It was like. Uh, First to third in each, no, first and eight, uh, first and sixth in all eight groups. First and sixth? Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, the wooden spoons. And then there was one, two, three, first, second, third, and last in the cup, plate, and shield. Uh, there was first, second, third table, first, second, third painting. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, First, second, third theme. Nice guys theme. Uh, I think there was only top theme. Oh, okay. Uh, because I think there was only four theme entrances. Three. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and two of them were us. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there was um, there was painting and nice guy awards and spot prizes. There was loads, absolutely tons of prizes. Tons of, and a lot of it was uh, AMG sponsored. So like they they had. Prize support from AMG, which is something I don't think anybody's had on the entire island. Mm. There's been AMG prize support in America, but I don't think anybody's had it over here. So that was very cool. Um, you, you saw tons of... Um, there were AMG official movement sticks. There were... Um, posters and patches. Posters and patches and stickers and... Uh, or, uh, there was affiliation coins and yeah, coins, dice. Dice, and then we had painting companies donating like cans of paint. We had, there was a mat terrain. Yeah, there were terrain kits. There was loads, absolutely loads of stuff on offer. It was wild. Um, I mean, and what was it? Thirty thirty five pounds for the two days. Yeah, that totally worth it for just the prize support alone. That was wild. Uh, so let's talk about Saturday morning. Saturday morning, we get there at 9 a.m. We're seeing everybody who's cool. Um, we see Connor. We see Guy. We see um, Maria. We see Matt Cole. We see... Um, yeah, we see uh, Pat. We see... We're having a nice chat with Norbert at the bar. We're- Dr. Norbert. I fucking love that guy. He absolutely made my weekend. You know when you, when you see someone who you've... I thought, oh, he's a really personable guy. And then uh, I see him again at this weekend, or he says, uh, I I came in after you. And uh, he goes, oh, hi, Grant. How's it going now? Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, turns around, he goes, hey, Kurt. Like, he remembered remembered me, and he made me feel welcome. You know, and that was really cool. Um, When you you are welcomed to a place by someone uh, so openly, it's really nice. So he's a very warm, very welcoming individual. Um, also a, a sharp dresser. 
So there's that. Um, yeah, no, just a ton of great people. Uh, and we were there. We were the first nerds there. Because we were there at 9 o'clock. Because we were there at 9 o'clock. And as we were there, like, everybody started kind of filtering in. Um, Despite we, train troubles. Yeah. We um, set up our favorite tables that we brought yeah, upstairs. So, so we, put, we put our favorite ones upstairs in the daylight for the judging. I said daylight. I mean, it was still a pub. Well, so yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of natural light. There, there was at least some light. But then uh, downstairs. Okay. So it is a D&D themed pub. And is an, an, a Victorian uh, London pub. So with imagine, a basement. imagine the basement in a Victorian London theme pub. Um, we went down there, and it was because we didn't go down on on uh, during D and D. D and D is a very private private thing. Um, so <laughs> it's not a spectator sport. Not a spectator sport. So we went down there uh, Saturday morning for the first time, and it was just like holy shit! <laughs> How many dead hookers are buried under this fucking place? Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was kind of a little bit dank, uh, a little bit dirty, uh, no light whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, it was it was like let's put the bad tables down here. Let's put the tables that are that are everything else just down here. And um, yeah, so there were leaks everywhere. <laughs> like we had to avoid uh, getting dripped on. It was pretty wild. Uh, but yeah, so great for D and D. Really atmospheric. <laughs> so. I think it was just our room. The room we were in was the the asshole of. The- oh, there were there were three other rooms that were fine. Yeah, there were three, th- at least three other downstairs rooms, which was fine. It was just our one. Yeah. Which we set three tables up in, and then I played in all weekend. Yeah. I was in that room all weekend. But yeah, so upstairs <laughs> we set up our Weapon X table. Yep. We set up the construction site board. And then we set up the crash sentinel table. Yep, with all the um, with all the sentinel bits and sentinel the, bits and the all the graffiti, graffiti and, and stuff that. like that. Those, those three set upstairs, and then downstairs I set up my the MDF sci-fi board. Um, I set up a just another city table with like the the wrecked bus, uh, the bendy bus that's cut in half, uh, and then Shang-Chi bus. Yeah, and then the. Uh, finally, the leftovers table, yeah. which is another city board that just had whatever was left in the box put on it. Yep. Uh, and so we set those up very, very first thing and yeah. um, then didn't play in the ones upstairs. <laughs> so that kind of sucked. Um, so, yeah. I I was really excited. Like, he had us down for only bringing four tables. Oh, so he, th- he thought we were bringing four, but on every bit of information he looked at, it said six. So, I, I guess, uh, I, I guess, like you know, George Orwell, nineteen eighty four, like don't trust what you know what your eyes see. I guess, um, yeah. So we brought six tables, set them all up, and then just hung around for an hour. While <laughs> yeah, it's about half an hour as people sort of filtered in, which was awesome. Uh, getting to see everybody, yeah, um, catch up and chat. Yep. And then what do we get? We got. Greg's for breakfast, didn't we? We did. Yeah. You bought a fucking, like, a $4 sandwich from Greg's, dude. Greg's- it, it was a ham and cheese toasty. Dude, you it get was- sausage rolls. It was a ham and cheese toasty, because ham and cheese toasty is the superior choice from Greg's. It's a $4 fucking uh, cheese it, sandwich. That's because it's from London. It's in at central London prices. 
But, All right. Well, but yeah, sausage roll and a free sachet of fucking barbecue sauce, like a pound forty. So uh, yeah. So um, yeah, we uh, so games kicked off. We head down into the basement. First game. Oof. I played against Mike uh, Marshall. Mike Lock. Yeah, Mike Lock from. Uh, who I played Friday night. So we played the Guardian's Mirror. Yep. Uh, research station superpowered scoundrels at 20 threat. And this time he kicked my butt. Uh, so he won 19 to 9. Uh, it was. I don't know what happened. He just. his co- uh, He killed me. I didn't kill him. <laughs> Basically. And, and when you're playing Guardians of the Galaxy, you have to kill. Yeah. So, murder, murder, murder. What about your first game? Uh, I played against, I believe his name was Steve Henderson. Yeah. Uh, just S. Henderson on uh, on Longshanks. But he was playing uh, Miles Morales um, Web Warriors. And I have a problem with Web Warriors. I was playing X-Force, uh, Cable X-Force. And it was my third. We did Dojo two games uh, against Web. You were playing Web Warriors and I was playing X-Force. And they just score so fast. And I don't know that X-Force is very good at killing them fast enough with just X-Force. Um, like, you always need something else on top of it. So it's like X-Force with Beta Ray Bill or X-Force with uh, a Hulk or X-Force with this or X-Force with that. And, like, I had a Hulk. Uh, I wasn't playing the Hulk against web warriors uh because they just run away from him lol and then like that's that but um yeah he got out ahead of me um early i did kill miles morales i did kill uh his ghost spider meanwhile everybody else was still running black cat was still running around scoring and things like that i just i couldn't kill all of them fast enough um because of shenanigans because web warriors just score so quickly they fall over when you breathe on them Mm. but uh and his fucking amazing spider-man went off oh my fucking god that guy gets so many goddamn (laughs) re-rolls and uh he was he was placed well enough that he could avoid my psylocke so i didn't um i didn't get to get any sort of uh or no uh, his miles is the one that can't re-roll against mystic right uh, Miles can't reroll Mystic. No. Yeah, because so Amazing Spider-Man can. Um, so yeah, Amazing Spider-Man is the only one who can. Yeah. He was just—he's so hard to take down, and he was doing the witty banter and and stuff like that. So like taking away my my good dice rolls, uh, rerolling his bad dice rolls. Fucking web warriors are just top tier shit, top tier shit, and um. Yeah, it's tough for X Force uh, without help to take them down. So I lost eighteen to thirteen, but I put his fucking dick in the dirt when we did that. <laughs> Hammers and intrusions—that was what we were playing. Ah, so round two, we both got a loss. Yep. Got it in nice and early for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I played against Steve Herc. So Steve Herc. Doesn't have the socials. God damn it, Steve. Uh, so he 
has just started posting pictures on Facebook. Yep. Finally. I've seen, uh, and we'll talk about more about his army, but I've seen his army on three or four different MCP groups in the last few days. Yeah. <laughs> and every time it's like, God damn it, those are good looking models. So he was playing Dark Dimension uh, after my experience for Ragnarok against Dark Dimension. I was feeling a little bit confident. Uh, and rightly so, because I won 14 to 9 on Legacy and Gamma Wave. After six turns? Uh, yeah. 14 to 9, huh? Okay. That's uh, wild. Yeah, so I got him all the way. Uh, so I went with the tactic of just killing his team. Uh, so there's there's two tactics. We, we talked about this on the way to, um, to the event. There's two tactics for Dormammu. One is kill his team. Which is what you did. Kill so, his team and then just ride out Dormammu's two attacks. Yeah, he can't score fast enough to uh, make it up. Or focus Dormammu down and just like let his team kind of flounder without him. Um, I went the opposite way. But, mm. And we'll talk about how that did. Uh, yeah. I, actually, I don't think we went to turn six. I think we ran to time. So I was ahead... 14 wow. to 9, I'd removed, like, I think he literally had Dormammu and Iron Fist left on the board after bringing back Luke Cage after I'd killed him already. Wow. So I killed Luke Cage twice, and Toad, and Lizard, and he just had, and I had injured Iron Fist, so he just had Dormammu and an injured Iron Fist left. Damn. So he killed Luke Cage. Twice, Twice and Lizard. Those are that. Those those are two fucking heavy duty characters to try and take down yeah. too. So good for and, you. And Toad, who can run away every time you look at him. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, I think we went to time uh, because uh, things. I think uh, Steve just didn't know what was going on <laughs> with the new meta with like with. Ghost, uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider and Guardians. I think stuff was just happening to him, and he was trying to react. So he was trying to look at it. He was then checking cards and going again and trying stuff. Uh, so yeah, the game just took a long time. So I think we ran out of time, but I was ahead fourteen to nine. Right on. My second, uh, my second game, I played against Mike. So you got the pair down. I got the pair down, and uh, yeah, like. Boy, he fucking killed me. Uh, 22 to 5. Wow. He just rolled me. We were playing Hammers and Demons Downtown and Guardians getting Hammers and everybody getting lit on fire by Demons Downtown. I just, I floundered hard and got absolutely smoked. So, uh, yeah, that was, I mean, it was just a bad game. Mike is a cool dude. Really nice guy. Uh, you played him twice. Yeah really nice guy and he doesn't um, mess around when he's playing though. he does not fuck around he was like i'm gonna kill you and i was like okie dokie <laughs> uh but yeah he was he was a cool guy um i would definitely play he was he um belgium yes yeah he was a super nice guy too everybody i played from belgium was fucking awesome so let's go to belgium and play no again. oh no wait no he wasn't belgium he was french he's french but he lives in ireland he's french but he lives in ireland so he was with the island contingent yeah, yeah. That's what it was. It's not yeah, so he's not not um not Belgian at all. <laughs> yeah. Not Belgium at all. French fr but France Fr and Belgium Fr are Franco Irish. Franco Irish. Um 
yeah, so that was a lot of fun. But he's, I mean, France and Belgium are fucking, they speak French and Belgium. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. So. Chocolate. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> my, oh, uh, and again, shout out to Steve, my round two opponent, for giving uh, out bars of Belgian chocolate. Giving out bars of Belgian and, and Swiss chocolate, I think. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Can I tell you right now? So he, um, the, the best, I thought he, he shows up and he goes, um, chocolate or beer? Yeah. What do you prefer, chocolate or beer? So my response was, I don't drink, so chocolate. Yeah. And uh, I went, I was loud when he was talking and he said chocolate or beer. I thought he said chocolate or peanut butter. And I was like, oh, brother, now we're talking peanut butter. And he was like, what? <laughs> So, uh, actually at the time that, uh, he was like, he's like, oh, um, peanut butter. And he like looks down and he's got a bar of Belgian chocolate with peanut butter in it. And he's like, try some of this. And I was like, oh, oh my God, let me tell you Belgian chocolate with peanut butter in the middle. Oh my God, bro. Oh my God. Like took me to another plane of existence. It was so fucking good. Uh, so then we had lunch. Uh, we did. And they had a, a a weird little like, um. Uh, so there's it's called a like a, a dark, dark dark kitchen a dark kitchen. So it's like a takeaway service run out of someone's house. Yeah, and um, I ordered from there. I ordered it was vegetable samosas and uh, a big bowl of Thai red curry uh, with vegan chicken, and it was ten pounds, I think, after delivery. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! It was so fucking cheap. Yeah, that it smelled amazing. I I didn't have lunch that day because I was still kind of full from breakfast, and then it's that ham sandwich, the <laughs> really che- filling cheese and ham. Uh, yeah, and then um, and like you know, I was keeping hydrated and everything, and I just wasn't hungry. I walked around, went to like the corner shops nearby, and they literally had nothing that interested me at all. Which is when I realised I just wasn't hungry. Yeah. Um, which is probably not a good idea. I probably should have had something. That place was called My Hero, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was I was going to order there from Sunday because uh, Jamie said they were going to be open Sunday, but then they weren't. So yeah. I didn't order from there. I was really sad when they weren't open, but um, I was balling on a budget this weekend. I had to. I uh, had to not spend a lot of money this weekend. Uh, what was that place called? I want to shout them out because it was so fucking good. But it was literally, it's in the flats behind the pub. My Hero is what it was called. Uh, H-I-R-O. And it was fucking great. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, I was dubious. Because uh, oh, I had curry Friday night for dinner. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to double dip and be in a basement all day. Oh, <laughs> I was worried about that—a basement full of nerds with stomachs full all, all of curry. All eating and, curry, yeah. Uh, I think they had—they did have like um, Matt had this thing that was—it was the size of a burrito, but it was a giant sushi roll, which looked fucking the burrito fantastic. rolls. And then uh, I think it was Maria had a bayo bun burger. Oh my god, that sounds awesome! Yeah, and there so, were, they also had like chili and stuff like that yeah. too. So, you know, I was really gutted when I couldn't try it Sunday. But, um, anyway. You'd have been gutted if you had curry for three days in a row, too. (laughs) 
so let's let's get back to the game. So yeah. round three, I played against Mr. Henderson, who was your round two. Steve Henderson, yep. Yeah, so we played Scrolls and Demons at 19 threat. And I came up to you before this game and I said, get me some fucking vengeance against those goddamn web warriors. Yeah, so I... Uh, so the game ended 13-12, because again, we run out of time, because uh, I just don't think Steve realised what Guardians do to you when they get hold of you. Yeah. Um, so I I one-shot Amazing Spider-Man, turn one, <laughs> with Cosmic Ghost Rider, and then murdered him with priority round two, so he didn't get to activate again. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, I think he then started to fight back, and he took a couple of models off the board, but not enough, because uh, I was just ahead every round. Mm. And then he had a uh, he he didn't know that guardians can just remove all status conditions with one card, so he had one shot with his all webbed up, and he kind of wasted it. Um, didn't do enough damage. So, um, yeah, he sort of blew that chance, at which point, yeah, he, he tried to catch up but didn't quite make it, and we run out of time. Uh, so I won 13-12. Lovely. Uh, and then my third game, I played against Steve, uh, Steve Herc, um, the Dark Dimension Dormammu player, and uh, this is when he gave me chocolate, which automatically put him in my good graces. And uh, it was dark chocolate, though, so I had to bring it home to Donna. And Donna officially said, so she ate a couple pieces. She goes, oh, I don't know. I really don't like dark chocolate. And then she ate a couple pieces, and she goes, it would have been kinder of him to give us heroin. (laughs) (laughs) This is (laughs) So, uh, yeah, she really, really enjoyed that. And uh, we played Hammers and Mutant Madman at... 20 threat <laughs> and uh oh my gosh Ooh, it was a beat down we were absolutely like kicking 10 shades of shit out of each other i went with the uh the dormammu uh, kill, dormammu. kill dormammu tactic because i thought 22 22 health on you know a size 5 character or whatever I was like, I can burn down 22 health with, like, Cable and Hulk and Wolverine and stuff. I was like, I can do that. And um, I thought it'd be easier than going after Luke and Iron Fist and Lizard and stuff like that. So uh, I went with the Dormammu tactic, and I did kill Dormammu. And I think the thing with Herc was he was playing... he, He wasn't using the bodyguard feature properly for Luke Cage. Um, and he didn't even, he didn't even bring the heroes for hire card with him, which I thought was, uh, you know, if you, if you're bringing both the heroes for hire, bring their, their special card where they can, you know, bodyguard and then clap back is fucking, there's no reason for that. Um, he was trying to use it to protect his like, uh, extract runners and stuff like that. Nah, man, I'm burning the shit out of your fucking warlord here. You got to do something. And uh, I don't think he adjusted in time. So 
uh, at time, I won 17 to 15. Very close game. I mean, he has a very tough team, obviously, with both the heroes and Lizard. And um, he had... He must have had another three threat. He had another three threat somewhere. I don't remember what it was. But uh, all, like, very tough. Was it Hood? No, Hood would have murdered you. Was it... Was it Hood? So he has it hood was in, hood. He has hood in his roster. It was hood in the. It was hood. Um, for healing door. Yeah, and I just fucking ignored hood. Just, yeah, you can get one threat a game. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> or one, uh, one power per turn. Good for you. Have a nice day. And um, yeah, I, I think he was trying to heal other people, and he was trying to do like bodyguard on other like extract runners and stuff, and. By the time he adjusted, it was too late. So his other, the the other people in his team, uh, couldn't score fast enough once Dormammu was gone. Uh, and then, uh, I played. So we had uh, now. Oh. Sorry to just cut you off. Yeah, sorry. Um, but so because it's a four round event for six players, we got. In a situation where there was no way for us to do the pairings in within our group without someone doubling up. Yeah, because three people had beaten three other people. Yeah, so there was there was only one. There was no one who was undefeated. Uh, uh, sorry, no one who was. Had lost all their games, but there were, uh, but we had someone who was undefeated, so they they did our pairings multiple times, and it kept coming up with a, a clash, so that someone had already played someone else, and then the how it worked out that it was both me and you could uh, the only person we hadn't played was Pat. Yeah. Only one of us could play Pat. Yeah. And then because I was the highest ranking being two and one, mm-hmm. I got drawn against Pat. Yeah. Um so what uh so I had to play the mighty Pat Dumford. Oh boy, the Pat Bot. Again, someone else who doesn't have Instagram. Uh <laughs> he just uses the Discord uh, across the Bifrost um network. So, he was playing Web Warriors, we played Spider Infected and Intrusions Open at 19 threat, and he destroyed me 16 to 5. Ooh. Ooh. So, what what happened was... You got Pat Dunforded. No, not really. We both opened up fairly evenly. I think he was one point ahead uh, at round one. So round two, I went first with priority. Uh, my Nebula failed to daze his Moon Knight. So Moon Knight's got no defensive tech other than stealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was holding objectives, so I had full re-rolls. And she couldn't do the five damage <laughs> with all her attacks. So it wasn't off to a good start. Uh, so then Moon Knight went... Played all webbed up and just murdered Star Lord. They Star Lord straight yeah. out. Ouch. Um, at which point I went with Agent Venom to try and daze Miles, mm-hmm. 
and failed. Did one damage. <laughs> so I ignoring all his re-rolls, I had a wing unit token with re-rolls, and I just failed to do any damage to Miles. Mm. So at which point... Uh, Miles then jumps into the middle and steals my extract with his spender. Um, and then I go with Cosmic Ghost Rider, uh, to try and kill Lizard to take, make him drop his extract. And I do two damage. So I don't, so my three big hard hitters all failed to kill their target turn two. Ouch. Uh, and which meant, and then I was an activation down because uh, Star Lord was dazed. So Pat just literally had then had free reign with three characters at the end of the round to just go and grab points. Mm. Uh, yeah. So at which point he got scored. I think he scored all eight points in round two. Yeah, I, he he tends to do that. I've seen, um... and I was like, I was like, great. Yeah, just just behind. Yeah, I, I've seen a couple of his games because whenever I would finish early or whatever, I'd I'd run over and kind of look at what Pat was doing, mm. and um, yeah, you just see him at at one point. He'd just be like, "Okay, and that's eight, and you score nothing," and it was just like, "Holy shit, man!" Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then the next round. Uh, I think I managed to daze a couple of his plat characters, but at which point he had Black Cat behind um, Black Cat and Toad and Miles were like behind a building in the corner of the board. Yep. And uh, like, we're just going to so stand over here and be yeah, one so it, it got down like I had, what was it? Uh, so cosmic ha- I had cosmic ghost rider and he had to daze both moon knight and a, a spectacular spider-man which he did daze both of them I used the abilities in the right way and used the rerolls at the right time and that to to daze those two and it relied on Bill having to come in and like one shot Black Cat or something. Uh, and if I didn't one, sh- if I one shot Black Cat, Pat didn't get to 16. He only got to 15. So we would have had another turn. But Bill's not very offensive. So he didn't one shot Black Cat. <laughs> yeah. He's not a beat stick. He's, no. he's tough and he can take a punch and like, put you in the dirt, but he's not going to fucking one shot a character. He's not a Hulk. He's not a, um, yeah. So yeah, my option was come, come to the middle to tie it up or, uh, and if I one shot black cat, I scored the middle. And in which case Pat had to send toad somewhere to then score at the other point. So he could then, uh, or he could send Toad into the middle to tie it up. Or he could just send Toad into the middle to win it if I didn't daze Black Cat. Mm-hmm. So he just sent Toad to the middle and won. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's uh, playing Pat, though. Pat's yeah. one of the best players but, in the world. But we both sat there and we worked it out together. And I was like, I was like, I can't. I was like, I, this needs to happen for you not to win this turn. And he was looked at it and he was like, yeah. That is literally what has to happen. Yeah. And it didn't. So that was that. 
Yeah, but he's he's a top ten player in the world. So I mean, like, you're you're fucking rolling a boulder up a hill for that. But got to do what you got to do. Yeah, can't can't test your metal. You know, you got to do it. But um, yeah, uh... and then my my uh, fourth game. I was the one who had to play someone who I had played already, and I ended up playing Steve Herc and his Dormammu Dark Dimension again. Um, we were drawn for the exact same table, so we kind of... Oh, me and Pat, we swapped tables. Yeah, we swapped you, tables so that I could play on a different table. Which was fine with me, because I didn't want to play on the wobbly table anymore. Yeah, and then uh, we pulled the exact same Crisis Selection... He said that he wanted to play 20 Thread again. I brought out the exact same team, and he brought out almost the exact same team, except he uh, switched out Hood for Clea. And then uh, we played again. I once again beat Seven Shades of Shit out of Dormammu, and uh, I won 17 to 16. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's funny. After this, I, I think I, I did... Uh, Steve, while we were playing, was very cordial, all smiles. You know, we're cheering for each other when we're making big plays and stuff like that. Uh, after the game, I did see him go and sit on the couch and kind of put his head in his hands a little bit and just go, God damn it. Because I, I think that he did uh, fluff all four day, uh, all four games. Uh, uh, let's, let's quickly check. Um, we can quickly check. So this would be uh, where we actually ended up yeah, he went in the group stages. Yeah, he, uh, Steve did go 0-4. Who was fifth? Mr. Henderson. Mr. Henderson was fifth, the Web Warrior player. At one and three, so his one win was against you. Oh, cool. I love being that guy. So our, I, our group no, finished. We'll go, keep going. Uh, so S Steve won sixth. Uh, Henderson, the Web Warrior player. Then me at fourth. Then Grant at third. Mike at second, and of course, perfect Pat number one. Yeah, Pat was four and zero. Oh, Mike was three and one. We were both two and two. Yep. Uh, Mr. What N was what was the tiebreaker there? Uh, Strength of schedule because you played Pat. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, because you scored more victory points than I did. Yeah, but because two of my games went to time. Strength of schedule uh, is the determiner in that, and because you played the guy who came first and second and second, uh, and I played the guy who came last twice and fifth once, <laughs> and so I I definitely did not have the, the so strength of schedule. At least we side. didn't play each other. We didn't play each other. That was oh, I guess that was the other option. We could have played each other. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But then Pat would have been playing someone he'd already played and beaten. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then, uh, so that then that night there was a uh, pub quiz. There was, and I was absolutely. It was all Marvel and DC themed, and I was absolutely fucking smoking it. And we had to leave halfway through. <laughs> Yeah, to get the train because there was no trains directly home, so we had to get train to somewhere else and then be picked up. Yeah. Uh, so it was it were we had a the team was us, um, Connor, Connor, and Matt, and Matt Cole, and uh, man, it was a good team. I think we were doing a lot of of great stuff. Was um, it we would? Yeah, it was something to do with Princess Diaries. And none of us could remember the name of the oh, actress. Oh, it was name the five women who have played Catwoman in movies, theatrical movies. 
And so I was, I was sitting there. I said, okay, Julie Newmar, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Zoe Kravitz. Uh, oh, I told you Halle Berry. Halle, well, I knew Halle Berry because mm-hmm. everyone knows fucking Catwoman is terrible last movie. And then I could not, for the life of me, remember the name of Anne Hathaway from Dark Knight Rises. And I, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at you and you're looking at, and we're both going, Princess Diaries? Was it Princess Diaries, right? And, uh, you turn to Connor and you just go, Princess Diaries. And he goes, Anne Hathaway? <laughs> uh, so yeah, there was, um, plenty of great questions like that. And, uh, I really feel sad that we had to, to leave halfway through, but. I don't know. I think I think we we probably you know could have still placed pretty highly, even only filling out half of our answers. We were fucking probably. killing it. Uh, yeah. So Sunday morning. Sunday morning again. Trains are being rubbish. No direct trains. We have to. We saw Guy. Uh, did, we did. We met Guy at at London Bridge Station. We saw Guy, and uh, who was he with? Is Guy uh, with somebody? No, Guy, no, Guy was, he was with all us. alone. Never mind. And then Connor appeared behind us. Connor appeared out of nowhere, as if by destiny. Uh, it was pretty wild because we were walking around talking, and I, I, we were talking about, you know, playing against some of the the top table players. Um, you know, you had played Pat, and uh, and then all of a sudden, like we're talking about playing Pat and Connor. You hear, you can hear Connor coming from a mile away. He and <laughs> he just like yeah playing against Pat behind is like oh god <laughs> snuck up on us yeah I think we were talking about Connor and then he just appeared behind us yeah. like good morning guys as if by destiny yeah so we was like oh we're just talking about you and then we're talking about the pairings and so you made it into I made it into the sh- plate the plate which was for anyone who came second or third in their group stages yes uh, so there were 16 people there and then uh, I made it uh, into the shield which was 24 people 20 but 22 because two of them dropped it was 22 because there were two drops overnight uh, so which meant but they were from the plate so two people from the shield got promoted yep. into the plate yeah um, so uh yeah two people who had scored who had come forth in their groups uh but had better strength of schedule and uh possibly v- uh, vps got to move up uh which was cool mm-hmm. uh what was your first game so my first game uh was against maria yeah i love uh, maria yeah she's great oh uh, she was playing Convocation. Uh, Maria loves the wizards. Yeah. And we play Scrolls and Intrusions at 20 threat. And I pulled out the victory at 16-13. Ooh, beat Maria with the wizards. Uh, where she almost tabled me. Uh, and I had to resort to running one model to the corner of the board and then leaving <laughs> one model in the centre of the board, on an objective. And she didn't have enough t- attack actions to kill both. <laughs> so either way, I scored one point, <laughs> which put me up to 16 to win. All right. So, yeah, I was just ahead the whole game. Um, like, I, I killed her strange. She killed Ghost Rider. Uh, Star-Lord died pretty early. It was savage. Uh, but, yeah, I think she had Ebony Moore and Wong... 
left, and I had Sam Wilson and Agent Venom left. Hmm. So yeah, Savage. Uh, so my first game. I played on our New York City table, the one upstairs, the uh, Crash Sentinel table. Nice. I played against a dude named George Downing, who was running uh, Asgard. And we picked Struggle for the Cube or Gamma Wave. So, a very, very fast, killy game. And uh, because Struggle for the Cube can injure injure you and Gamma Wave can injure you. And he picked 15 threat, and he threw down Bill, Thor, and Hulk. And I think I picked uh, Cable, Wolverine, X-23, and Deadpool. And I, I don't know if in his local meta people have trouble with Hulks or something like that, but um, like I just clobbered his Hulk right away. I think it, it took two turns to get all 20 of Hulk's uh, life down. Um <laughs> But over those, like, I don't think X-23 got an activation. She moved forward in turn one. Everybody moves forward in turn one, grabs a couple of objectives. And then twice he, like, threw Wolverine into X-23 and, like, dazed her. And then threw Wolverine into X-23 again and, like, dazed her. And that was basically her for the entire game. Um, Didn't even get a chance to heal back the cube damage or anything like that. Uh, But... That was all he really did with the Hulk. And meanwhile, I'm sitting there and just absolutely clobbered him. Smoked him with all of my, all the Weapon uh, weapon X guys, uh, X-Force guys, both. And uh, meanwhile, while I was, you know, focusing on his Hulk, because if you don't focus on the Hulk, then he will do Hulky things. Um, Bill and Thor were just powering up getting little bits of power here and there from, from a couple of different attacks. So in the turn, I killed Hulk bill and Thor played, uh, brothers in arms. I believe it is. Right. And I had never even seen anyone use that card before I've played, I played Asgard in events and I never used that card. I, I don't know what that card does. So what it does is for a whole turn, Bill and Thor cannot be moved, so no, it's indomitable, basically. And then any energy attacks that they make for the next turn gain plus three dice. At this point, all of my characters uh, were around Hulk, right, to, to kill him. So when Hulk gets removed, Thor, they play the card, Thor jumps up, does his aura to energy spender... And puts like 10 dice into each and every one of the people on my team. Oh my god. He dazed almost my entire team at that one that one moment. It was fucking gross. Uh, so then I spent the rest of the... I, I dazed uh, Bill and Thor at the exact same time. And uh, scored 14 to 13... And then he finally tabled me. So oh, I won with losing. <laughs> it was a 14-13 forced loss. So I I scored more points but got tabled. Which, uh, this is not 40k, so it doesn't count. So this was lunch. So we poodled on down to Sainsbury's. Yeah. Grabbed a meal deal. I got uh, hummus. <laughs> 
and like cheese rolls and like ate cheese rolls and hummus. I was not hungry. I don't know what it was. Again, because this was slightly earlier than the day before, because it was only because there was three rounds. It was only one round, then lunch, then rounds two and three. Yeah, but yeah, so uh, not having curry or a bayo bun burger or something. Thoroughly disappo- uh, disappointed with my chicken's pasta salad. <laughs> uh, so I then went into playing Nick Cork, who's from down Brighton way. Uh, he was playing Hellfire. Uh, we played Scrolls and Demons Downtown at 20 Threat. And in this game, I just could not damage his team. Oh, shit. So, it's what similar to what happened with Pat, I just couldn't put any hurt on him, whereas he was hurting me. Um, I think I didn't daze anyone until turn four. Mm. So... Ouch. Yeah. Um, so he won 16 to 10 uh, because my attrition team could not attrition. Uh, like You're a one-trick pony who, who doesn't do a trick. Yeah. So, yeah, like Nick's a really good Hellfire player. He played like a good team against me. His tactics were sound. But I just couldn't. Every one of my retaliation moves just whiffed. So I, he just got ahead and pulled further and further away. Um, so yeah, that was the end of my win streak for the day. Ouch. Uh, so my second game was against Paul. Uh, Paul is someone who I've, I've seen at uh, Ragnarok events before, but I've never actually played. Um, we were talking to him on Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, we were hanging out. Uh he's he's a nice guy. Uh I was excited to play him. And I ended up getting sassy with him. I did not mean to. But like uh, okay, so we'll all explain. Uh he was playing Miles Morales um Web Warriors. Struggle and intrusions at 17 threat. Uh we were I was keeping pace with him, keeping pace with him, and then he did the Web Warrior thing where he just all of a sudden, one uh, one round, he just pulls ahead. And the game, like, turn six, the game was about to end. And if we had ended the game right there, it would have been, I believe it was like 16 to 14. Yeah, something like, no, I'm sorry, it was uh, 17, 13 is what it would have been. And he goes, hold on, I want to see if Toad can kill Cable. Because if Toad can kill Cable... Then Toad would pick up those two ex- uh, those two extracts that Cable had, and I looked at him and I was like, "Dude, you've won. It's seventeen to thirteen. You've won." And he goes, I-, "I said you don't have to twist the knife." And he goes, oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna roll dice anyway." And I just I, I looked at him and I I could I could tell that like I I wasn't shouting, I wasn't yelling, I was just like, "Dude, you've won." Okay, get it. You don't have to do that. That's fucking insulting. And like, I I didn't cuss at him. I didn't shout. But I was just like, I was kind of giving him the what the fuck are you doing? And um, like we're playing on table eleven, lowest table on you know at the in the bottom of the. I'm like, like round you seven getting, of the weekend. Round seven. I'm like, you don't need those extra two VPs. You have one. And he goes, 
like, I'm going to do it anyway. And just roll. <laughs> it's like, okay, you won more. <laughs> and then, like, he made this look, like, he looked at me, like, maybe he thought I was joking at first. And then once he saw that I was pissed off, he, like, looked like, oh, Oh shit. And like when I saw him give that recognition of I didn't realize you were actually angry, I was like, oh fuck. I was being a jerk just now. And I felt really bad about it. Um so after that, like uh we kind of sat and had a talk about things and like it ended very cool. Paul's a nice guy. I was just really like he he wasn't meaning to twist the knife. He wasn't meaning to rub salt in the wound. Um, and I didn't mean to get salty at him, but, uh, that's basically what it was. It, it ended up, uh, 19 to 11, <laughs> another loss. And I was just like, that's not, that's not fun. That's not fun for me right now. <laughs> what, what's going on? So, uh, how was your game seven of the weekend? So I, I played against Ollie. Uh, again, Ollie doesn't have the socials. Oh my god, everybody. Um, I We played. Uh, so Ollie gets to the table. He sees I'm playing Guardians. He goes, Oh, if you put Cosmic Ghost on the table, I'm probably just going to quit right now. And I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, Well, dude, but I want a game. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'd be money to be here. And then. Um, so we pull, pull, roll, uh, priority, pull our extracts. We get Gamma Researcher. Oh, right down the middle. Tied at 15. Um, Then, yeah, so we... uh, So he's... I ask him what he's playing. He says, oh, I'm playing, like, Shield. Uh, I'm like, cool. I don't think I've ever played against Shield. Or at least not... Definitely not in an event. Um, And then... I tried playing Shield one time, and it's just so fucking intense. Yeah, so... But yes, yeah, so I'm pretty. I'm like, I don't think I've played against them before, you know. Um, and then I sit there and I arm and R about my team for about ten minutes, and I come up with three different fifteen threat teams I could run. And I'm like, one of them has Cosmic Ghost Rider. One of them has Cosmic Ghost Rider and Hulk, <laughs> and one of them. Has neither of them. And I'm like, considering it, and I'm like, nice, Gamma Researcher, I definitely need to play Cosmic Ghost Rider. And I'm like, but you know, it's the last game of the weekend. I'm not going to twist the knife. I won't put Hulk on the board as well. Yeah. You know, even though I probably should have, because it would be loads of fun. Like, so anyway, I set my team down. He goes, oh, um, so when I said I was playing Shield, like, I actually have this really random, like, splashes that means I can play Asgard. <laughs> because in his Thor, his shield roster, he has Thor and Bill. Yeah. So he can run three wide Asgard. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. Thor, Bill, Hulk. Thor, Bill, Hulk. Yep. And I'm like, I'm like, so I put down Star Lord, Cosmic Ghost Rider, Agent Venom, and Rocket. All right. I'm like, that's okay, team. And I look at his, and I'm like, I should have played Hulk. <laughs> um, so, start of the game, I roll Cosmic Ghost Rider's power, I roll five successes. Oh, shit. So I it's have, on. I have priority, Cosmic Ghost Rider jumps five, uh, range five to the midline, shoots Thor twice, does like five damage. 
Uh, this is before he's even moved. Uh, they, they, they definitely need to think that through. A dude who can, because he can shoot range four, right? Yep. He can move range five on a big base and shoot range four. Yeah. Figure it out. So he can shoot. He can shoot shoot your opponent's deployment zone. I think the only way in turn one. In turn one. Um, oh, you you have to get yeah. five successes. Okay, yeah, but you can, only need it's four. Still, but yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's, there's, a, there's, it's a bit mad. But there are pieces that are hard to play against, and there are pieces that make the game less fun to play against. And, like, we kind of joke about it. Like, there were lots of jokes going around. Oh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. You know, I think it was Saturday night. They were like, okay, who who here has played against a Cosmic Ghost Rider today? Who here played with a Cosmic Ghost Rider today? You're all bad people. Yeah. You know, like, but, like, there's there are pieces that make the game less fun to play, and that might just be one of them. I don't know. But he didn't make our game less fun. Our game was hilarious Mm -hmm. so at the end of turn one um our score was one one okay at the end of round two our score was two two oh god at the end of round three hulk was dead and our score was two two (laughs) fucking what yep at the end end of round four our score was two two uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider was dazed. I think I think everyone except Bill was dazed on the board. Uh, by the end of turn five, it was that way, and the score was five to two. Oh! And then in turn six, I got tabled. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> so our game ended on turn six, two to five. Two to five. Or no, five to two because he won. With five points. Oh my god! So our game was less than sixty minutes long. And it lasted six rounds. <laughs> Jesus! Oh no! But yeah, so I my cosmic ghost rider got dazed, so he come back with ten power, double spended Hulk with uh, all you've got. Just just removed Hulk <laughs> straight yeah. from the board, uh, and then um, Thor. Tried to kill Cosmic Ghost Rider, but left him on one health. So the next round, he then Cosmic Ghost Rider one shot Thor, uh, and then Bill just murdered Agent Venom and Rocket. Uh, and then yeah, so the last round was an injured uh, Star Lord versus a healthy Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, so, Star-Lord's losing that one <laughs> ten Star-Lord, times out of ten. Star-Lord lose, lost that one, so he got murdered. Uh, so he had a pop at Bill, didn't do enough to daze him. Uh, so the game, yeah, ended there. Yeah. Well, uh, my last game was against a fellow named Rob Reed. And Rob Reed was a very, very nice guy. Uh We played Skrulls and Superpowered Scoundrels at 20 threat. He was playing Magneto Brotherhood. And this guy had specifically built his list to do one thing. And that was push you off the objectives. He was playing the web warriorist 
fucking brotherhood that uh, I've ever seen. Um, so his list was very, very frustrating to play against because he had uh, so he had Juggernaut, Magneto, Toad, Rogue, and Sam. Sam, Captain America. And everything he did was just push or displace. Like, he wasn't even, like, he wouldn't throw you into a building to get an extra chip damage. He'd just throw you away. You come near a, come near a, a, a point, and he would just throw you away. And it was just like, fuck, I cannot score. Now, on top of this, my dice shit the bed. I brought Hulk in this uh, at 20 threat, and this game lasted four turns. There were three turns where Hulk did two damage or less. The very first turn, he ran uh, he ran Rogue up onto the point, and it's funny because like we're here two days later, and. I was having trouble getting to sleep today because I was thinking about what I should have done in this fucking game. The Rogue runs up to the middle because uh, we were playing uh, Skrulls and Superpowered Scoundrels. Rogue runs up to the middle and we're on Matt Colt's cosmic board. So it's got two big size four pieces of terrain. Yeah. And so what does Hulk do? Very last activation. Walk, walk, Grab that big size four building and smash Rogue right in the fucking face with it. After her dodge roll and damage reduction, Hulk did two points of damage. Okay, what I should have probably done was grabbed Rogue and threw her away and scored that point. Mm-hmm. What you should have done is walk, jump, punch, throw the building. Well, I couldn't guarantee to get the damage, but wow. yeah. Anyway, yeah, the way my dice were, I fucking, yeah, probably wouldn't have gotten the damage anyway. So my dice fail me, absolutely fail me. Like, I wanted to come home and put them in the oven. Like, and on top of that, his list was so frustrating to play against. Like, Sam Cap gets that, um, he gets a displacement with his... Shield throw, but his shield throw only rolls four dice. Most of my guys are rolling four dice to block anyway. And he has to do damage uh, to, to get it. And, like, he was doing damage on everything. It was fucked. It was absolutely fucked. I was so angry. So I ended up losing the game 18 to 11, which means I went over on the on the second day where I was supposed to be playing people who were more my speed. All games that I should have won. All games I should have won. And I just couldn't. I couldn't. And I fucking... I had a meltdown. I had an absolute meltdown. Rob Reed was a really nice guy, and we were having fun laughing about how fucking shit my dice rolls were and stuff like that. But, like, literally after after this game... I was like, thanks for the game, bro. And then I went in the other room and looked for a gun to put in my mouth. It was fucking terrible. I, I realized that I hadn't drank my coffee all day in my thermos. So I just sat in a big-ass leather chair, and I had a cup of coffee. And I was just like, guy was sitting there talking to me, and I don't think I heard a word he fucking said. I sat there, and it was just like, I'm going to drink my fucking coffee. Yeah. 
this is my coffee. <laughs> like, <laughs> now, I will say that big ass leather chair was comfy as fuck. I think I've had custard that was harder than that chair and I've just melted into it. And I needed that for a few minutes because I was just like, why am I even here? And I kept looking at the, uh, I kept looking at the standings and I was like, Scrolling down, scrolling down. Oh, there's my name all the way at the fucking bottom. 22 out of 22. Last fucking place. Oh my God, that hurt. Oh my, out of 48 players, 46 players, to be the worst one. But it kind of got worse than that, didn't it, buddy? It did. Because (laughs) then the final game ended. And the, that person lost harder than you did. Lost, <laughs> he lost harder than I did. So, so you weren't 20, 22, out, 22 20, out of 22. I was 21 out of 22. So you couldn't even get the wooden spoon. <laughs> I just had a fucking existential crisis, dude. And I was just like, I quit. <laughs> I quit the hobby. Uh, and so so then they, they did the awards presentation. Right. Where? Where? Our man Guy... Hashtag guy doesn't have Instagram. Hashtag guy doesn't have Instagram. Went undefeated. Went undefeated and won the 22-man Marvel Mutant Freaks uh, Shield. Shield. Kai won a 22-man tournament. Yeah. That fucking way to go, Considering dude. He was like, oh, it was the tournament of the loser. I'm like, shit, guy, it was a 22-man tournament and you fucking won. Yeah. Where, um, whereas this is someone who 11 months ago we got into the game. Yeah. By bullying him in Wales. <laughs> Trapping him in a car with us for four hours. <laughs> yeah, we um, yeah, we were very, very, very proud of Guy uh, coming through. He played, uh, the final game was against the Asgard player that yeah. I played. And uh, man, way to go, Guy. Come, come down to a technicality. Come down to a technicality, yeah. Where, where uh, is... If you if he had re, if he had re-rolled some um, so, yeah. some dodge dice so, against yes it was um, Domino Domino shot uh, Captain America and it come down to if the uh, Captain America's crits exploded into a success he survived whereas if they didn't he died dropped his hammers and Domino picked them up and won the game yep. So they rolled the dice, picked up, uh, got the the uh, conversion. He survived, and then Guy remembered that it's Domino, be, and you don't don't explode crits. Yep. So he dazed. So Domino could pick up the points, and Guy picked up the win in the final. Wow! Really came down to it. Mm. I, I'm so proud of Guy. Um. I'm glad he remembered before the train home. Before the train home, when he would have he would have been punching the wall harder than I was. Um, so yeah, that was really fucking cool for Guy, and he wasn't the only one that walked away with some prizes. Uh, the construction table, yeah, that uh, that you and your lovely wife put together won uh, second. Yes, we we were second choice for the best table. Yep. Uh, Got a nice, lovely piece of Hydra terrain for that from AMG. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got the Hydra turrets for that, and then we got some uh, coloured spray primers. Color Forge. 
Uh, yeah, Colour Forge primers. And then, uh, yeah, we got, and then we got a whole bunch of other swag that was available for just turning up. Uh, uh, Steve, and- Steve Herc won for best painted and best theme with his circus themed Ormamu, uh, Dark Dimension, Dark Dimension list. And it really was the fucking standout. Like, cause, okay, so he had Dormammu, and then he had, uh, so he had Clea, uh, the Heroes for Hire, yeah. Ursa Major. Uh, who else did he have in the list? Um, I guess Hood, there's yeah, pictures Hood, of it everywhere. Hood, Lizard. And everybody was circus themed. So, like, Luke Cage was the strong man. And uh, uh, Iron Fist was jumping, was an jumping acrobat, through flaming jumping hoops, through hoops and stuff. Uh, Toad was painted as the Pennywise clown. He, yeah, and he had balloon. a little red balloon. That was so cool. And uh, uh, oh, what was Urs- the Ursa Major had a hat. Ursa Major had a big old top hat on. Oh, it was so fun! What a cool list, man! And uh, yeah, he really did uh, like earn that. He had he had like um some 3d printed things like to go with like a, like a circus theme for him. Like he had a three ring, uh, display board and stuff, man, that was awesome. Steve really fucking just nailed the shit out of that one. I absolutely love that. And, uh, then, uh, so I was feeling really fucking salty at this point. And I think it was, it was hilarious. Cause I'm sitting there like, I fucking quit. I hate this game. I don't ever want to play this again. And they announced the A Nice Guy Award, and I won. (laughs) So uh, Hannah, the lovely uh, bartender at the bar, uh, she picked the Nice Guy Award. And I guess a couple of times during during the weekend, I had come up to her and told her that she was doing a great job. And, um, you know conversing with uh, conversing with Norbert and telling him that he was doing a good job uh, and you know being generally nice to the bar staff uh, won me the nice guy award for the for the weekend so I'm sitting there and I'm like fucking pissed off god I hate that I can't wait to get the fuck out oh a nice guy thank you <laughs> so that was pretty cool I got a pair of the AMG measuring sticks yeah. Um, which is what you specifically wanted so badly at Bad Moon Cafe last last year. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. And yeah, we ended up like walking out of there with quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. I mean, literally, because we had six tables worth of terrain. We ended- <laughs> yeah. We got some posters, some dice mats, the stickers. We got the spray paint, the terrain kit, and the measuring sticks. Yeah. So we had a pretty. Oh, and I got the Avengers uh, buttons. Oh, yeah. And the. Um, the Avengers token set. The token set, yeah. So we did pretty well. Yeah, pretty fucking cool, man. Very, very cool. Um, so I'm gonna say games, uh, all top tier dudes. I'm gonna say five out of five for my games. Uh, I did not play one bad person the entire day or entire weekend. Venue, gonna give that one a two out of five. That venue was off awful. I mean, it had it had a lot of uh, character, and it was probably pretty fun for D anD. d It was bad for wargaming. The second day, the table or the table, the toilet didn't work. Yeah, so the to- there was two toilets, and one one, one of got, them broke. one got broken, and the other one got damaged uh, during the night 
the Saturday night. So we were down to half a toilet. Because they, they were like, don't flush this too often. <laughs> on on the, yeah, for Sunday with, you know, 40 plus geeks who had all been eating Indian food the day before. Was Oof. was was unnerving. Yeah. I can say that I, I peed once a week, uh, once a day <laughs> oh there when I was there. I was, I was like, I was like, no, no heat. No heat in here, bro. But I'm yeah, not fucking so, pooping in this place. But yeah, so I'd like to thank uh, Curtis H. Yeah, uh, who Curtis is, was so cool. Great, great event that he so, was. So yeah, he he run this format at some uh, Middle Earth Battle Games mm-hmm. events. Um, and then he's brought it to MCP. Uh, and he goes by simple underscore edge highlight on Instagram. That's a really cool name. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so I'd like to thank him. Uh, I'd like to thank Jamie, who owns the pub, um, the D&D group. And then uh, I'd like to thank Dr. Underscore Norbert uh, on Instagram for being the the other co-host running the bar, uh, like TOing, answering questions and stuff. Keeping um, the day running. Hannah, Ollie, yeah. and... Callum. Yes, it did start with a C. So, Hannah, Ollie, and Callum, who were taking care of everybody throughout the day, like, running drinks to people's tables and stuff. They did have a, a sweet, like, QR code thing where you could order drinks from your table and have them brought to you. Uh, that was pretty neat. Uh, yeah. And so. they, were, it was, they were bringing people's food orders down as well. Uh, yeah, it was great. Great times. Uh, Can't wait till they find a new venue. Yeah, when they get a new venue. So, uh, games, five out of five. Venue, two out of five. Um, Food, four and a half out of five. I wish that the samosas were a little bit bigger, but they were were good. You had had one of my samosas, right? Yeah, it was was good. It was tasty. Uh, I'm going to say overall experience, yeah, like fucking... I'm going to say probably four out of five. Four, so, yeah. four and a half out of five. Let's say four out of five because of the venue. It was really hard to read some of our cards and it see the real, dice. It was real dark down in the basement, in that in the wet room. Yeah, it would have had. It would have been a lot of fun for a and d weekend. It was, it was tough. Yeah, real atmosphere. Like, you know, D&D game run by candlelight. Really cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, we had like six different types of lamps that didn't quite do the job yeah. in this little room. With, yeah. with six tables in it, uh, yeah. but yeah, it was uh, it was really good. If if there is another um, venue in the future, would love to go back. Would absolutely love to go back. So, um, yeah, that was our review of the Mutant Weekender. Fuck, it was cool, man. It was a lot of fun. Um, even with the existential fucking crisis that I had on the train home, uh, <laughs> uh, when when I I got about. 29 hours of sleep and then I was uh, better because <laughs> I I was convinced I was never going to play fucking uh, competitive like gaming ever again. I was going to I was going to quit. I, I was like my hobby fucking sucks. I'm a terrible gamer. Like I, I had a moment. I was just like I need to walk away and I did sleep for like 29 out of the next 40 hours and now I feel better. So <laughs> 
<laughs> Monday, Monday, I literally slept 19 hours. For that extroverted American persona you have, man, you sure can't handle socializing for two days. I've, nah, I don't, I don't think that was it, man. <laughs> I don't think that was it. I think I got fucking, I, I had a depressive episode and uh, imposter syndrome and like all sorts of shit all hit me at once. And I just, I, I went to bed at 930 at night on Sunday and I woke up at four thirty at night the next day, and and then I and the only reason I woke up is because I had to go to work. So <laughs> I would have kept sleeping, but uh, yeah, I feel much better now. Um, now that I've had a chance to think it over and go, you know what? I maybe I don't actually fucking suck at painting. <laughs> it's funny because I didn't even put anything up for painting. I know you didn't. When that you didn't put anything in, I knew you were not having a good day. I was having a bad time, having a bad time. And then I like, I actually like, I want to say, I'm sorry. Cause I did pop off at you like on the train and in a text on the way, uh, the next day. And that was not cool of me to do. So it's you fine. Should... I went off at you back. So That's true. Fine. That's true. Like get over it. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, you were like, shut the fuck up and go to bed. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's what we do. That's what we do. Um, but you know what else we do? We like to share the hobby love. We like to share the hobby love. So this is the section where we troll through Instagram between episodes, save all the cool things, and then talk about three of them here. Three of them each. Three of them each. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. So my first one is a reel, so hopefully my phone's going to stay silent. All right, turn turning mine down. So it is by at the... 41st Millennials. <laughs> 41st Millennials. Um, so, at T-H-E-4-1-S-T-M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L-S. 41st Millennials. The 41st Millennials. And it's a reel of some gnarly-looking 40K Nurgle Demon, Demon Prince... Space Marine. Oh my thing. God, he looks so cool. Uh, it's a cool reel, close up spinning. The detailing, like of those close ups, is amazing. The, the he's done like, in he, st- staining of the white armor. He looks. He's so grim. He's based on a thirty k Terminator, like Cataphractii Terminator, is what it looks like. But he's huge. But he's humongous. That's, like, that's a dreadnought base he's standing on. It's massive. Oh, I love it so much. This is so cool. Mm. This tickles the same part of me that like would make you pull the wings off of a butterfly. I like the fact that the loincloth looks like the tongue coming the out tongue of the of belly the mouth. Demon. Oh, so neat. The, the belly mouth. Uh, this, with just a big red loincloth sticking out of it. I love how the uh the wings like they they look fleshy and then as you get to the end of the wing it's like bloody oh, and he's got these like sick dragonfly wings that like are you can tell they're just a little bit shiny and gross mm. oh i love that this is so fucking cool but yeah i love the the off-white armor of it the the giant grody axe too yeah and then like the shoulder pads are awesome the green I love the, the variation in the green on the shoulder pads. Yeah. And then, like, the sickly green jade of the weapon blade. Oh, so cool. And it's giving off a little OSL on the base. Mm. This is a gnarly piece. 
I love this. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. So the forty first millennials. So. Awesome, awesome job. Great account. Lots of whips of stuff. Very cool. Less than seven hundred followers. Wow. Uh, my first one is by Liam's underscore painting. And it is the Gnarl Spirit Pack. Uh, so this is, uh, I think it's a, a Underworlds team that he did. I went with a theme for my um, for my sol- selections this month. Uh, this is, okay, so I think the aesthetic of GW models is so much fun. So And those off-game off models, so like Underworlds, Necromunda... Uh, those character models and things like that, that there are one-offs are so fucking cool. And this guy has done not just an amazing job painting those, but come up with a really cool terrain board and display piece, uh, for these guys. They are big, beefy warriors who are absolutely like, beautifully painted the non-metal metallics the true metal metallics a good mix of both here each character looks like something that could like win a display piece uh, at any given tournament or or um big um what is the word painting competition painting competition thank you uh, but all four of them together on this fucking cool display of them, like walking through like dinosaur bones and shit like that together, wearing, uh, bones for armor. This piece is so fucking cool, man. Oh, it made me so happy. Yeah. It's awesome. It's such an, a really great use of that, that team. Like, it's, it's real cool. These models are so characterful. And like, even just the positioning of each group member, how they stand, like helps to tell the story of them like skulking through this like giant skeleton. Uh like the skeletal remains of like the far north hunting for someone. It's awesome. Yeah. I love the, so... the big giant dude with the hammer. You got like the two like scouts. Who are like they're still wearing bone armor, but you can tell like they're the fucking they're the ones who attack first, and then the dude comes in with a hammer and finishes them off, and then you've got the the gnarl spirit dude in the back who's like casting spells. God, this is the coolest fucking team. I love it. I love it. Liam's painting, uh three thousand followers. Let's give him a follow. Let's pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Uh so my second choice is by Dumb robot stuff. Dumb robot stuff. Uh, and it is a crazy um, Mechanicum Onanger Onager? Uh, nice. Onager thing that's been get turned into, instead of a spider tank, it's now a robot tank. Giant robot. This looks so much like, um, oh, what is the name of that fucking robot? Um, Cherno, uh, Cherno Alpha. From Pacific Rim? Yeah. It looks like Cherno Alpha from Pacific Rim, and that makes me fucking happy. It is a brutal war machine. So, yeah, instead of that stupid dune crawler, like, spider tank, you get this big, beautiful... Uh, what is that game? What's that game that they play? 
Little robots. Titanicus? No. Battletech. Battletech. It looks like Battletech in the 40k world. And I fucking love that. This is so sick. Dumb robot stuff fucking killing it, bro. Yeah. Oh, he's done it he's done it again. And I love the little um little tiny turret head as well. On, he's got, he's got a, a turret head and his eye is the fucking cannon. Super cool. Um look at his look at his uh Yeah, he's got one armature. Lock. Uh, yeah, this, the great oh man, these, these conversions must be a million pounds a piece. I love this. Wow. These can, and the, like, I'm sitting here talking about the conversion, but like the fucking paint job is insane. Cause it's just, it's just simple, like true metal metallics. You know, he's, he's a. He's a gray it's like a gray, tank, gray green sort of. But like, yeah, tank, he's yeah. he's done some like you can see the oils and stuff like that that are like the the rusty oh, yeah. spots. It's painted that military modeling style. Fuck, the... it's good. It's good, man. This is sick. Yeah, and then even like the basing is just really simple and cool, nice like flat, large surface basing that's painted. Even, like really well, like just the road surface, a couple of different textures in it, not overly complicated, not taking away anything from the awesome model itself. It's like this uh, is standing at rest on like a parade ground, yeah, or in a in a hangar waiting for its crew before it like goes off to war. It's an awesome model. I fucking nailed it, dude! Absolutely love this. Just nailed it. Dumb robot stuff is an awesome account. Two thousand followers. Let's knew the fucking bump. assignment and fucking nailed it. Um, pump it up. My next pick is from possibly underscore nerdy underscore Rob. Possibly nerdy Rob. And uh, this is a command core uh, for the cities of Sigmar. And again, it's just a couple of characters who are all very characterful minis with that GW aesthetic. But the painting is so sick. Each one of them is is uh, wearing like a blue cloak that fades to a beautiful purple. You've got a griff hound in the middle that's that beautiful uh, teal, and uh, he his scales fade to purple. Um, this is uh, these okay. cities of Sigmar minis are so sick. Yeah, you've got like, the doctor and oh no, wait, wait, I'm looking at a different picture. <laughs> but like the guy with the head, uh, the is it like a bear head? He's he's like wearing a bear scalp. Yeah, like I really like these models. I would use them for fantasy, but they're just a little bit too big. But they're really nice models. Uh, if we could find a way to use these in more time, I would totally fucking paint them. They're so cool. So yeah, the blue and purple, and then like their their golds have like, and their basing has like hints of orange and stuff like that in it. But like the the armor and that's really ornate. The like rich colors of like the capes and the cloaks and the sashes and that, is... those details. But then the skin tones are like that sickly pallor with like really creased and weathered and uh, like they're ha- they're living in a real rough time. Mm-hmm. But they're styling it out. The the color theory in in this this. You know, not a trio, a 
quartet, this yeah. quartet of people and their and their griffhound, fucking nailed it. But yeah, the the doctor model that goes with them. There's a doctor model that goes with them. Let me look at this. Uh, that is awesome as well. Like wearing the plague doctor mask, and then it's got like a weird kind of almost forty k style backpack, but that's oh. hanging all their surgical instruments off it. I see that. That is fucking cool. I like this banner bearer too. Yeah, like it's such a cool kit. Uh, awesome squad. That whole range is is just great. Uh, yeah, the city. This guy seems to have painted all of it. Cool as hell. Like the the crazy knights and loads, loads, absolutely loads of it. Right on. So possibly nerdy Rob. You Good fucking job. Roll. You fucking roll. Where's he from? Doesn't say. All right. And then... What's your last one? My final piece is by MGTS underscore painting underscore. Ooh. And here is some Malifaux minis, which is Lord Cooper's Company and the Malasaurus Rex. The Malasaurus Rex. I love this. Malifaux minis are so fucking cool. Yeah. Which dude's Lord Cooper? Is it the dude with the shotgun? the, The guy with the robot arms and the hunting rifle. That is, and the robot legs. That is Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> that is a mini of Teddy Roosevelt. I swear to fucking God. That is so fucking cool. But yeah, is, is it... He's uh, got bassy hounds? Or no, they're... Uh, sorry, they're bloodhounds. But those blood are so hounds. fucking cool. Yeah, and then there's like... Some little cra- Crazy robot knife juggler. That guy's cool. Uh, some weird like half-naked... Hobos. Like, yeah. Hobos behind him. Uh, yeah. I love this. It's very, very cool stuff. I love the color palette of the Malasaurus Rex he's used. Oh, yeah. Like a, a reddy purple fades to black, and then the black fades to like a bone color for the spikes. Sick. That that dinosaur alone is, is killer, but these Malifaux minis in this... Like in this color scheme, where they look like Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Riders, man, that's cool. That's fucking cool. This tickles me. I love this. But yes, yeah, so this is uh, Lord Cooper's from the Explorer Society, which is like the new faction for third edition Malifaux. So I know nothing about them. Yeah, the Explorer Society stuff looks really cool. I've I've watched a couple of bat reps with it. And it looks really neat. But yeah, he's um. Yeah, so was it Lord Cooper stepped away from society's politics and now leads his hunting parties with gusto. So, you know, he's given up of dealing with people and has just gone to, like, become a big game hunter in Malifaux. I dig it. Uh, so my final one is by Mark Lewis Spark. That's all one word, M-A-R-K-L-O-U-I-S-S-P-A-R-K, Mark Lewis Spark, and it is the Tetrarch Council for uh, Ultramarines, 30K. Uh, It's four characters, four of the uh, book characters from Horus Heresy, and he's kind of uh, kit-bashed each and every one of them and given each one of them a beautiful paint job, a gorgeous base, and he's done them as a, as a quartet of characters. <clears throat> Again, there's my, my theme for the night is uh, war bands, basically. And uh, 
all of these dudes are cool as fuck. Each and every one of them, if, if I was playing at a heresy, one of my favorite things about playing at heresy events is going up to everyone when they put out for their armies for display, going up and like taking pictures of their, their character conversions and just like getting ideas. And, uh, any one of these, if I, if I walked out to a heresy event and saw, I would have been like, this is the one, this is the one I love. You know, the, the dude all in white with the, um, with the ax and the ray gun. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. He's like such broad, like he's made them, them even broader with the, like the Peturges and the, the, that guy specifically looks so wide. Like he is like as Icos, wide as a Terminator. Icos Lamyard. Yeah. Uh, no, Valentus Erdelor. The guy in white. Oh, Valentus Dollar, yeah. But yeah, like his, sh- his shoulders are so broad, even for a space marine. He looks awesome. Yeah. And yeah, each one of them. So there's a dude in, uh, looks like cataphractii armor. Uh, there's a couple of dudes in Mark IV and a dude in Mark III. And they, oh God, they're just so ornate and like battle worn. And, uh, they're that like grimdark heresy, um, realism painting and i fucking love them uh, a quartet of ultramarine characters who look fucking tip-top yeah these guys are great i love the guy in terminator's face like it's like half like porcelain white like yeah. he's wearing a like a half mask uh but then it's like his mop of hair coming over the top like it's great, super uh, cool, awesome minis, massive over the top bases, huge tactical rocks on top of tactical rocks. Yep, on top of signposted masonry. Great. Uh, these are awesome. Yep, super cool stuff. So, yeah. Mark Lewis Spark, you fucking rule. Yes, and that I think. Is us for the uh, for the episode? What do you think? I mean, how do you feel right now at the end of this episode? Like, I want to go play some more Marvel. <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah. Well, we need to get cramming for KTC. Mm. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Well, we're going to play Marvel this weekend, aren't we? Are we? Sunday at uh, Chaos Cards. There is Marvel at Chaos Cards. Let's go play Marvel at Chaos Cards on uh, Sunday. And then there's Saturday the 24th is the next Bad Moon event. Uh, I probably won't make it to that when it's a Saturday. Yeah. And then the week Kent after that is the Kent one. Kent uh, Blood Bowl. KTC. Yeah. On, and on the 12th, I'm meant to be playing Marvel with Kieran, but I'm also meant to be playing Blood Bowl. So I don't know what I'm going to be doing that night. Maybe I'll just throw my Skaven game. <laughs> yeah. And play Marvel instead. Well, you can play both. You're allowed. Not if I'm teaching two people how to play Marvel. That's all. Yeah, okay. That's tough. That's tough. All right. Well, let's not complain anymore. Let's go play... Uh, Let's go play some Marvel this weekend and then cram for Blood Bowl uh, KTC next month. Mm. Yeah. The 
Ah, uh, see, so I'm quite tempted. So I want kind of want to go to the bad moon one because there's you don't bring any crisis cards with you. Oh, everyone plays the same crisis that is drawn by the organizer at the start of the round. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you never know what you're going to get, which could be quite fun. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, is what, it? What do I play? Is it all crises? Yeah, he's randomly drawn from the whole pack. Ooh, fun. And then those cards are discarded for the next round. Oh, wow. Okay. So then you'll never play the same mission. I mean, just play Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. It's easy to it's easy to just like plan for fucking murder. Yeah. Could or I could play Web Warriors, or I could play Sentinels. You could play Sentinels, <laughs> become the number one Sentinel player in the world because no one else is playing them. Well, AJ plays in London and he is the number one Sentinels player in the world. Well, good for him. He Sticking was at the event. It. He likes he liked the podcast. He oh. thinks the lap dogs are cute. They are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're upstairs and they probably want to go eat right now because it's 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. So I should probably let them do that. But um, before we let them do that, we have a special piece of news. And I would like you to tell them, Grant. We love you. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. You can find our Facebook fan page at Throw and Dice Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Throw and Dice Pod. You can follow our personal Instagrams at LDestructo83 and Arch underscore Magos. You can email us with questions or comments at throwanddicepod at gmail.com. And thank you so much for our ripping theme song to riff your pod on Instagram and Bandcamp. One last thing. Keep safe. Keep it happy. Keep sharing the hobby love. And keep throwing throwing dice. dice.